as I'm walking out from the conference, the renewal conference, a young man comes over to me. He's 33. He donated his kidney. And he tells me, Rabbi Wari, I never shared this story. I grew up here in New York. I was a mischievous kid. By the age of 14, I was thrown out of eight yeshivas. He says, I'm in the Guinness Book of World's Records. By the time I was 15, I was thrown out of 10 yeshivas. I said, why? He said, everybody wanted me. <laughs> they were all fighting over me. And then they got to know me and they said, it's time for a new one. At the age of 14, my father called me and I says, I don't know what to do with you. You're driving me crazy. I'm paying for a ticket to go to Israel. Go figure your life out. Now, where's the seichel of that father? Weisichnasht. But who asked me? You know what I mean? He sends this boy on a plane to Israel. No yeshiva. So the boy goes to Bnei Brak. What do you do in Bnei Brak? He goes into a shul. The Slonimer shul in Bnei Brak. In the Slonimer shul, Bnei Brak was already late morning. Davening finished. There was one man in Talas and Tefillin, age 95. His name was Reb Asher Arkovich. He was a partisan in the Second World War. Lost his family, remarried. His wife was ill for 10 years and she died. And now he was a widower, 95 years old, without children. Sitting in the Slana Mishul and davening four hours a day. He sees this 14-year-old boy and he says, Vastistada, what are you doing here? He says, I was thrown out of eight yeshivas. My father shipped me off to Israel. He said, what are your plans? I said, I don't know. Rebosher looks him in the eyes. He told this to me. And he says, Ingala, young man, I'm going to tell you a word from Reb Mordechai of Lechevich. The Helik Lechevich Amagid is one of the great Hasidic masters known as the Lechevich Amagid. It says in Ashrei, Literally it means God wanted we should notify people about his strength and his glory. But the Magad of Lechevich said there's also another interpretation. It's important to notify people. You should notify every Ben Adam of his or her strength. His or her glory and dignity and beauty and royalty and nobility. So he says, young man, wherever life takes you, never forget your strength your power, your glory, your beauty, and your royalty. He told me, I left Shul. I got into another yeshiva. Six months later, they threw me out. Vayishlach, Vayetze, Lech Lecha, all the parshias. Miketz, you're done. He went into another yeshiva. Six months later, expelled. He now had 10 yeshivas on his resume, 15 years old. He told me I had nowhere to go, no family. His father threw him out. No yeshiva, no community, no infrastructure. The pain was so deep. Rabbi Jacobson, I decided to take my life. One morning, I traveled to Jerusalem. He described to me the building, the address, the street. I went up to the roof. It was 11 o'clock in the morning. I went to the edge of the roof. And the pain was just overwhelming. I said to myself, I jump, and in a few seconds, it's over. Standing at the roof, watching thousands of Jews walking on the busy street in Yerushalayim, 
I have a flashback. A year ago in Bnei Brak, the partisan, Reb Osher Harkovich, tells me, Always know about your strength and glory. And I think to myself, I never found out about my strength and glory. Before I jump, I have to find out about my strength and glory. He walked back, he came down, and he decided to find out about his strength and glory. And he looks at me, he says, Here I am today, I'm married. I have three children. He lives in Muncie, New York. He has a big business. He's very, very wealthy and successful. He donated his kidney to save somebody's life. And he's there at the renewal conference sharing with me the story. And I think to myself, as he was sobbing, I think to myself, Reb Osher Arkovich, the partisan, a 95-year-old Jew could have never known what he did for that child. He has passed on since. He could have never known that those words in a B'nai Brak, Slon and Meshul literally saved a life. How could have he known? He couldn't have. But he said it without an agenda. He had no protection. He had no money. He didn't say it because <clears throat> he had to. He was an old, lonely, broken man. But apparently not so broken. And that boy told me, he said, I could feel his sincerity. And the sincerity touched him. And it changed his whole life. And I learned from that. I say to myself, why am I, why are we sometimes stingy with love? Why are we sometimes stingy with warmth? Why are we sometimes stingy with embracing people? We also have a mitzvah. Every person you meet, make sure that that meeting does not end without you notifying them about their inner confidence, strength, power, nobility, dignity, divine royalty and aristocracy. If it's through words, if it's through actions, if it's through thoughts, even if it's through body language, which is sometimes the most impactful, even if it's through your facial expressions.